0: Hi, everybody. John here. Thanks for joining me on another episode of this podcast. Today, I want to go into some of the things you can really do to deliver great hospitality and also a lot of things you can avoid that really aggravate guests, get them a little ticked off when they're on vacation. So this episode is going to be the five habits of highly effective Airbnb host, five qualities that you can do to be more effective. And we're also going to go into five things you should avoid. So let's get started. So in an effort to not overcomplicate today's episode, I just want to get us in the right frame of mind. And the best frame of mind is the frame of mind of the guests, a guest going on vacation, booking a trip, going to travel with friends or family, checking in, having a great time, checking out, leaving a review. So let's put ourselves in the shoes in the mind of a guest. When we're traveling, we don't want anything to go wrong. We want everything to go as simple as it possibly can from the airplane we take or the car ride over to check in, to the stay, to check out. Everything should be going smooth because when we travel, we all know it's not cheap. It's not inexpensive. It's actually a pretty expensive thing to do. And we may only have one or two, maybe three vacations a year. So we want it to go off right and not have any huge issues. So, now that we are putting ourselves in the shoes of the guests, what should we do to make sure they have the best experience possible and keep them coming back wanting more year after year? Well, one thing we need to focus on is communication, having excellent communication. This begins at the moment they ask us a question or inquire about our rental to the point where they're booking and making a decision. And after they book until they check in, during the stay, and even up until checkout and after checkout. Communication is excellent when people are responsive. So if we're the guests and we're traveling and we want to ask a simple question like, how, how close is it to Walmart, right? How close is it to the nearest restaurants? Sure, we could look that information up on Google. It's not that difficult, but as, as a good host, we want to be on the ball and respond as quick as possible within 30 minutes to an hour to show the guests that we're going to be there in case anything happens during their stay, that we're actually going to be able to respond to their needs. So having communication that's excellent is one, your response time. So one, getting a really quick response out there is super important. Two, making sure that we care, right? That we're showing that we care in our response is extremely important. We don't want to be one wordy or just say, okay, thanks. Like we want to actually give a thoughtful, meaningful response that's going to help out our guests. Two, immaculate spaces, right? We want to have our space as clean as it possibly can be. Um, People pay a lot of money in the clean fee. It's one of the hugest complaints that Airbnb guests have is that the the home is not clean enough. So when we're showing these listing pictures to guests, yeah, it looks great in pictures, but we need it to look just as great upon check-in. If it looks wildly different when they check in, and it's crusty and dirty and nasty, it's not a good look. It's it's actually like very deceiving, and it's not cool to let someone check into a place that's you know not properly prepared. So, making sure that the place is clean, tidy, and comfortable is super important. That means the sheets need to be changed or new. The comforters have to be changed in there. Provide fresh towels. Keep the bathroom spotless. The space needs to be well taken care of, well maintained and clean. Three, we need to respect the privacy of our guest. So to all of you folks with cameras, cameras are great. I recommend cameras because you can avoid huge issues, um, criminal activity, people stealing from your place, people breaking your door, all sorts of weird stuff happens, especially in Florida. Having a camera is important, but you don't want to be always Peeking on your guests like every five seconds, you should just turn the notifications off, right? Because if you're always going to look at the camera, the guest is going to feel and know you're looking at them. So it's it's not good to always be, you know, invading others' privacy. You shouldn't do it at all. And the biggest way you could tip off your guests that you're a huge invader of privacy is looking at the camera, seeing what they're doing, and then really creepy, like reaching out to them and saying, Hey, I saw you couldn't get in. Like, you know, it's it's cool that you want to help. However, like, shouldn't really be watching them on camera. It's The camera's there for security. It's not really there to watch the guests. So respecting privacy is super important. Um, and having like the ability to secure your property, but not be creepy, that's super important. Number four, accurate information. So when you're listing your property, you want to be as accurate and complete with your information as possible. You want to be completely honest. And that means including in your listing description some of the potentially negative things about your listing, right? If it's in a a place where there's construction going on, you definitely want to let the person booking know that construction's going on and not wait until they check in and then they have all this noisy construction going on and they can't sleep or it's not quiet enough for them. Like That bad review could have totally been avoided if you just let them know that, hey, in your neighborhood, it's new construction. There's going to be construction trucks coming in and out it's super important to give accurate information. Don't call the property waterfront if there's no water. I've seen that so much in Florida, like there's a retention pond in the back and people are advertising it as lakefront property. So it's it's really weird and it's like not cool, but people do it all the time. Um, Same with saying walk to the beach. If you're not actually within steps to the beach, be extremely clear that you're 20 minutes or 15 minutes from the beach. Um, don't mislead your guests with location because that's the number one reason people get upset is like being misled, being deceived. You don't want to do that. So whatever information you have in your listing, you want to have complete, accurate, and honest information. And you can set expectations that are realistic so that you can meet those expectations and even exceed them because you set the bar where it needed to be. You don't want to set the bar super high and then fall short. You want to set the bar where it's supposed to be so you can meet and exceed it. Number five, and finally, responding to complaints. How responsive are you to complaints? Well, if I am a guest, I definitely want to know that I'm going to be taken care of if there's a huge issue. And when I travel, I'm not the pickiest person at all. Like if there's small things that need to be fixed or cleaned, I just fix it myself. I don't bother the host because, you know, it just takes two seconds. Like if it's a little dusty, I'll just sweep it, right? I'm not that picky about it when I'm checking in somewhere, but some people are. So, if you, you get a complaint about cleanliness because someone's like really allergic to dust and they see dust all over the vents, they see dust in the the ceiling fan, you know that's a valid complaint. That means the cleanliness wasn't up to snuff. It wasn't complete. So you definitely want to one respond quickly, two respond with care, and three take action. So always offer the fix whatever complaint there is. So if the pool heater wasn't on and it was supposed to be, offer the comp it and go out and fix it ASAP. The house has a cleaning issue, express your sincere apologies and say you're going to make it right and fix it as quick as possible. But you want to be responsive, show you care and then actually take action and fix those things. And then in the future, you you have like a frame of reference so you could prevent those things from happening again. And if you go above and beyond at this time, you show how much you care. So and set the expectations right. Like if you can get over there to fix an issue in three hours. And you could get there within the next hour, you're beating their expectations and you're being a rock star, right? But don't say you're going to arrive to fix like a plumbing issue at 7pm and the plumber gets there at like 11 o'clock at night. That will totally get the guests super mad. And you definitely want to be responsive, but also set expectations around timing. So have you ever had like a terrible hotel experience or even on Airbnb, a host that just wasn't cutting it and made your experience just not so great. Have you ever had that happen to you? Or just think of the last time you were in a restaurant and the food came out poorly served and the service was super slow and you just weren't feeling it. It wasn't a good experience. Having a bad experience makes you not want to repeat it. It's psychology. It's common sense. You don't want to repeat bad experiences. You only want to repeat good ones. So If you're a bad Airbnb host or you have qualities that bad Airbnb hosts have, you're preventing your guests from wanting to travel to you again. And you're also going to create like this negative word of mouth, this negative feedback that's going to spread. And that means not only that guests won't come back, but they'll tell their friends and family not to visit you either. So it's super important to avoid some of these bad qualities. Now let's get into what those are. So number 1, we talked about communication. Poor communication is the absolute worst quality you can have, right? You need to have great communication. So having poor communication, it's a no-no. So what does poor communication look like? Well, if you don't respond, like if your guest asks you a question and you respond 2 days later, that is poor communication. Or if your guest asks you to do something because the house wasn't prepared right and you just don't respond at all until the checkout, that's poor communication. You leave your guests feeling super ignored, super frustrated when you have poor communication. And if you don't have like good instructions for how to check in, so if they get to the door, they put the code and it doesn't open and they're sitting out there for an hour trying to get in, trying to call you, that's poor communication. Same with checkout. If there's no clear instructions about how to check out, how to lock up, you have them all nervous upon checkout day. So having good communication, that's what you want to do. Poor communication, it's a no-no. Number two, having an unhygienic space, a space that's dirty. You have to want to have pride in your rental to be doing this business. And most of our listeners, they're great at this. Like they have awesome cleaning teams, awesome maintenance teams, and they put their love, heart, and soul into their spaces, and they really take pride in it. But there's a select few hosts that don't. Like they hire whatever cleaner to go in there and do like the bare minimum. Sheets are not getting cleaned. Floors are not getting mopped. Vents are not getting dusted. The houses just look like the cleaner was in there for like one hour, two hours, never did laundry. There's a lot of Airbnbs that look like that. And that's why Airbnb has been suffering reputationally um, across some locations, because the spaces are not clean enough, yet they're charging like a super high clean fee to make a profit. So having a space that's dirty is also like a health risk and it's just gross. So Having your space properly cleaned, that's a must. Invading your privacy is a way to really get people's gears going. And with social media, they'll tell everybody you're doing this. So try not to watch your guests if you have a camera. Try not to be creepy with the camera and just don't do it. Like respect privacy. Um, It's really important that up until the point of checkout that you kind of let the guest be. Um, You may check in on them a couple of times just to make sure they're okay, but that's one or two times, right? It's not every five minutes. Don't touch this. Don't touch that. Are you okay? Like going back and forth too much is not respecting their privacy. Same with watching people on the camera or putting noise devices. There's a lot of weird stuff that people do and you definitely want to respect privacy because bad hosts don't respect privacy. Number four, misleading information. So we talked about this. I won't get Too far into this because in the first part of the podcast episode, we talked about having accurate information. Same goes here. Don't tell your guests it's lakefront and there's a retention pond. Don't say it's minutes from the beach when it's actually a half hour. Don't say there's six bedrooms when there's only four, that kind of thing. Like really have accurate and honest information. Don't paint too rosy a picture. We all know you want to market yourself and sell yourself to secure more bookings, but there's a right and a wrong way to do it. And having accurate information is always the best policy here. Number five, and finally, being unresponsive to complaints. So, complaints come in for a plethora of reasons like the, it's house not clean enough, the AC's not working, the pool heater doesn't work, the pool's dirty. It could be any number of things, a hair in the sheet, right? Okay, the complaints will happen. We're in the hospitality business and you can put your 100% into it and someone will still find a fault in your property. But it's not about like getting defensive, it's about Taking that feedback, turning it into something good, so just because you had negative feedback doesn't mean it's a bad thing? That's an opportunity to improve our service and improve our business. So regardless of if, if you think it's right or wrong, we need to fix it because the guess word is the guess word. I can't tell you how many people I've spoken to that think if they just ignore the complaint, it will go away. Like the guests will check out in two days, and then they don't have to deal with it. It's off your plate, off your hands. That is the wrong mindset because it will come back to haunt you in the reviews. And if you just ignore every complaint that comes your way, you have no opportunity to improve your business. Sometimes what you see as a complaint is constructive feedback. That's a way to make your business better. If you look at all the complaints you get across the entire year or the entire life of your vacation rental and you actually take that as an opportunity to turn it into something good and improve the property, you'll be so much happier with the business and so much more proud and profitable. But if you decide to ignore the complaints or get defensive about the complaints, or say the guest is lying because they want compensation, you're, you're really foregoing an opportunity to improve not only your rental business, but yourself. Because part of growth is actually acknowledging that not everything is perfect. There's sometimes times where we make mistakes. There's sometimes where not everything is as perfect as we want it to be. And as long as we look at it in the good way, we can always improve upon it. We can always make it better. But when we do get complaints, it's good to listen first, listen to the whole complaint, put ourselves in the guest's shoes, and actually take action, fix it, document it to make sure it doesn't happen again. But bad Airbnb hosts, they literally will just ignore the complaint and hope it goes away. And lots of property management companies do this, like property management companies. If you go to reviews on Google of your local ones, you'll see tons of guests blasting them because they stood on a vacation and they got ignored and they felt so ignored, so slighted that they want to talk about it on the reviews on Google. That's very common. Um, So you can stand out and be a great Airbnb host by just responding to complaints and doing it, doing it because you care. It really shows you can't fake authenticity, right? And when you show that you care about what the guest is saying, they, one, you're building trust, you're building rapport, and people really appreciate that kind of thing. And if you want guests to come back and tell their friends about your rental, the best thing you could do is respond when things go wrong because not everything's going to go right. It's how we approach. When things go wrong, the things we don't want to do and don't want to take care of, that's what sets us apart from other rental businesses. So I hope this was helpful as an Airbnb guest, it's so important to choose a host that provides these high quality experiences um, but with so many hosts on Airbnb, not many are doing everything out of the goodness of their heart like people are doing this as a business. you can separate yourself from the pack by actually putting yourself in the shoes of the guest and Anytime you have a question about what you should do, put yourself in the mindset of the guest. If you were on vacation at your property, what would you expect? What would you do? How would you respond? Put yourself in the shoes of a guest and it'll help you answer all these questions and help you build really good business practices in your own rental. Thanks so much for joining me today. If you haven't subscribed to my newsletter, there's so many resources and tools that I can't share in this podcast format. But They're like Excel file spreadsheets that help you analyze your nightly rates. Um, I have templates in there on how to do a rental agreement, templates in there on how to respond to guests, lots of really exclusive stuff that I only can share in that format. It's all free and I'm happy to share it with you. You just have to subscribe to the newsletter um, and that will be in the show notes. If you're an Airbnb host yourself and you have some great ideas and some cool insights you want to share with this audience, I'm happy to collaborate and have you on. My email will be in the show notes as well, and I would love to chat. So thanks for being with me today. You take care.